Good next Brian here from the Convincing Idiots Podcast. We're sharing these segments with you in case you're looking for some time with us, but don't have time for a full episode. Listen to us every week wherever you listen to podcasts. Find us on our YouTube channel at Convincing Idiots. Find us on the new YouTube music app. And we hope we convince you to come back and join us every week. Hi, this is Aaron from Blake Insurance. You're listening to Convincing Idiots Podcast. I'm convinced. Call it again. Convincing Idiots. Convincing Idiots. Called it ham gravy. <laughs> I informed them that I sided with the stat man, not just anyone's opinion, the stat man Brian Fisher. These kids today, huh? Jingle All the Way is in fact the best Christmas movie of all time. I need to get grandma a present <laughs> and my herpes is flaring up. <laughs> I got it. Mm-hmm. Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> I'm the millennial Santa. Three friends representing three different generations. That's our whole shtick. That's our thing. Mm-hmm. Nick got the whole poop. Mm-hmm. I'm standing awesome. in the sea breeze, <laughs> holding awesome. a turd just mightily. I'm just going to hit hats. <laughs> anyway, on a lighter note, uh, a recent uh, passing here in the world of pop culture and television. Huge, huge, huge figure, especially in the in the 1970s uh, television world. Norman Lear just passed away, aged 101, bless his heart. So <laughs> if you're not familiar with the name as much, you are certainly probably, from, well, almost certainly familiar with a lot of the television shows that he did here. Uh, certainly Dean and I are in... Uh, us growing up as uh, you know Gen X and Zennial for sure. So uh, notably, all in the family with uh, Archie Bunker. You know, certainly a television show that really pushed the boundaries of subject matter that was uh, uh, uncomfortable subject matter with uh, you know racism and a lot of different things they addressed on that show. It was I guess based on a British uh, play or a television show or something like that. They I think television over here. show. Okay, and developed it over here. So uh, controversial, but it was also heavily acclaimed. So let's see, was a he was a five-time Emmy Award winner, and just that show won tons of awards. He went on to do other things as well, like uh, Good Times, The Jeffersons, which spawned from All in the Family. Yeah, Maude, great show in which, itself. Maude, which spawned from uh, All in the Family. That's, yeah, that's right. One Day at a Time, which they've actually redone since uh, uh, Facts of Life, Room 227, Silver Spoons, Different Strokes, just a ton of television in the 70s and 80s. So, uh, that, go ahead. I, I hate to uh, correct anybody, but uh, you mean 227, right? The uh, Sherman Helmsley uh, vehicle where he was uh, the, the preacher? I said it wrong. I said room two. two I was thinking room two twenty two. I just I said it wrong. Two twenty seven. You're correct. Two two seven. Two two seven. Yeah. Okay. Yes. You're correct. Sorry. Yep. Yeah. So I, I you know, frankly, I watched some of these shows growing up. I was never really into All in the Family. However, I I feel I need to go back and watch it just for the subject matter oh, and you the really thing that should. I had tackled. So, uh, Dean, you're a fan of some of these shows here. So, what are your thoughts on some of Norman Lear shows and Norman Lear in general? Anything you want to remember? Okay, here we go. Um, I know sometimes I come on here and uh, do these kind of uh, retrospects on people that have passed that I honestly 
aren't a hundred percent, you know, knowing well, of it. their <laughs> of their deals. The majority of them, but there are some that I will just kind of wax on about uh, and not actually knowing. But I, this is not only different, but like if there is a Mount Rushmore of television, yeah, Norman Lear. I don't. I don't even know if he's on the Rushmore. He's he is the fucking mountain that they chiseled the faces on. Yeah. Norman Lear was so vital and important to the advancement of of sitcoms or TV in general, but sitcoms definitely. I mean, absolutely. You wouldn't have you wouldn't have anything uh, like you know any sort of controversial or provocative shows if you didn't have Norman Lear. Um, not only was was he a creative genius, but like he was innovative with the style of progression in society. Mm-hmm. He took, uh, like you said, Brian, racism and bigotry and put a mirror in front of America's face with Archie Bunker and said, mm-hmm. this is what this fucking looks like. Yeah. It was not meant to be celebrated as the, it was supposed to, he was supposed to be made fun of. He was supposed to be uh, mocked. You're supposed to see the ridiculousness of the, um, of the bigotry in Archie Bunker. Um, look at Maud. Maud was the first character in America on American television to have an abortion. I mean, they yeah, touched that. That's right. They that's touched right. that fucking subject in like 78 or 77, 78, something like that. I mean, that's insane compared yeah. to like what we're going through now. And he, Norman Lear, had the balls to do such things back in the 70s. Um, if there's ever a, a, especially a life in, um, American pop culture that deserves not just flowers, but the whole goddamn bush. It is Norman Lear. Sure. Um, like I said, uh, that's really all you can say is, is he brought American television to what we see now. Nothing would be anything in American television without Norman Lear. So rest in peace, Norman Lear. Absolutely. Round of applause, even if it is, uh, canned. Very good. Excellent. Yeah, they've recently had, uh, you know, Jimmy Kimmel has partnered with Norman Lear over the last uh, year or yeah. so to those live episodes. reenact, yeah, reenact some uh, episodes using exact scripts and everything with uh, current with celebrities and stars. He was on set with all those, too. Yes, that's right. That's right. Yeah, good, good stuff there. Nice uh, tribute, Dean. Nick, I know these shows were before you. I don't know if you watch any of these in reruns or if you know any of these or yeah, uh, uh, any but. Of the ones you named, I was the biggest fan of Different Strokes. I love Different Strokes. I watched that sure. all the time when Absolutely. that made its way into the uh, Nick at Night circles. I also watched the Jeffersons quite a bit, too. I like that one. Me, too. Um, all the other ones you named, I've obviously heard of them, but I don't know that I've really ever watched any of it or anything like that. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, that's an incredible... <laughs> that is an incredible list right there to think that that guy had, you know, was... Uh, such a large hair created all those shows that are so iconic. I mean, that's, it's just absolutely insane. I never knew. I mean, obviously was not familiar with the guy's name, uh, before you'd mentioned it, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's quite the, an incredible, uh, resume there. Yeah, and kudos too for CBS uh, network for airing it. I mm-hmm. mean, I'm sure that, I'm sure that that was a discussion. Do we really want to put this 
on television and CBS. I think CBS may have had MASH too, if I'm not mistaken, Dean. I don't remember. Uh, but yes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So some, some definitely some controversial and thought-provoking right. shows that they chose to put out there. So that's that's pretty awesome. So that is another okay. conversation in itself of of what networks, <clears throat> you know, how they've changed throughout the years. Because look at CBS, you know, my, uh, you know, the current gen, well, not current generation because they don't watch TV, but like the, the generation before this, um, CBS has looked upon as like the old person's, sure, you know, they, they have all these older shows and, yep. <clears throat> and then they got into the reality shows. But like back in the day, they were putting on some, uh, groundbreaking shit on their, on their airwaves. Absolutely. Absolutely. Jen X. Bryan here from the Convincing Idiots podcast. If you're enjoying our show, tell a friend. And if you're not, well, tell two enemies. I'm Dr. Love. This is Dr. Pepper Cherry. It has a kiss of cherry flavor. This devilish elixir has a kiss Dad. of cherry. Dad. It's not kiss. It's kiss of cherry. It's amazingly smooth. Be smooth. Dr. Pepper Cherry is amazingly smooth. <laughs> Trust me, I'm a doctor. I don't know if you saw uh, Nick. I don't. I don't want to steal anything from you here, but the did you have to catch? That's right. <laughs> That's right. Nick, Nick steals everybody's heart, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> everybody's being, of course, he everybody's being kind yes. this week. Look at this. Yeah, a Time Magazine. Nick did name its person of the year. Did you happen to see this news? I did happen to see this news, and I feel like there's no better time than to break into our special segment. Uh, you know, obviously, uh, hinting a little bit here. And this week, you know, it's very special. I've had a, I've had a little extra time in my hands. Actually, still so at this I'm, point, I don't know which of the two is person of the year because I didn't hear about this. So <laughs> this is still going to be a surprise. I, I am bringing you a segment with newly fashioned theme music. So buckle up, boys. Oh, listen wow. up, Brian. Listen up, Dino. I'll tell you everything, Taylor, that you need to know. Clearing out some space on your favorite podcast. It's a Swifty update, idiots say. Yes, that's right. Well, Ladies man, and gentlemen. Well, man. Wow. To the Swifty Central I'm update. Spe- I'm speechless. <laughs> that's, that's right. Wow. Original lyrics by Millennial Nick. That's right. That's right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, as Brian ever so eloquently uh, stated, who else? Person of the Year, Time Magazine's Person of the Year is, of course, our precious Tay Tay, Taylor Swift. Who else would it be? Uh, she has uh, single handedly driven the economy, and now she has brought professional American football to the masses as of this year. <laughs> Did you know people didn't really know about football before this year? But now they do because Taylor Swift is showing up to the games. It's fantastic. It's epic. So much so that this week on the Swifty Central update, I don't know if you guys have heard this, Taylor Swift, with the work that she has done for professional football, her name will be on the docket for inductees to the Pro Football Hall of Fame in 2024 in the builders category because uh, without her... I don't know that professional football would quite have 
the standing that it does in pop culture. She was asked recently uh, how she felt about, uh, you know, football and, and being on camera too much, if she felt she was on camera too much, and she said, you know, I'm just at the games. I'm falling in love with football. I'm there to support Travis, but football's a great game. I'm enjoying it. And if some, uh, what did she say? If some dads, brads, and chads get upset, so be it. But she is there to enjoy the game, support Travi. And yeah, and he, you know, he's a very, he's a very uh, uh, lucky guy to have Taylor in his corner. And if you've got mm-hmm. Taylor Swift in your corner, there's nowhere to go but up, my friends. So uh, for this segment of. <laughs> What for this segment? You can't, all right, you can't see of the it. Swifty Central update. Did I get no, a, did not, I get a likey? No, you got a thumbs down. Oh come on! I don't know where they're coming from. I don't know <laughs> why we're getting really these on our thumb? screen, but it came up with a thumbs down. <laughs> Was it really? Oh my gosh! Oh, fuck that's that's awesome. I don't. Terrible. It's so they weird. must not. They must not be football fans. Anyway, I, so I, I, is, is somebody listening to this? <laughs> I don't know what's happening. (laughs) This has been another edition of the Swifty Central Update with your host, Millennial Nick. Thank you. There you go. There you go. Are we broadcasting live somewhere? Let us know if you're seeing us live somehow. I'm kidding, but yeah. You know what they call Taylor? You know what they call Taylor Swift haters? No, 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 no. I'm breaking in. Um... When there is news, um, and you the five o'clock news comes on, you have the the song, and at the end of the five o'clock news, they do an, the the song again to show that the end of the the, the show. So, do you want to hear it again? Get the, I do. Here we go. <clears throat> it doesn't quite because it's introducing, but whatever. We're gonna do it again because sure, apparently sure. Uh, the, the the Taylor Swift haters or the taters. I want to hear it again. So here we go, taters. One more time. Listen up, Brian. Listen up, Dino. I'll tell you everything, Taylor, that you need to know. Clearing out some space on your favorite podcast. It's a Swifty update, idiots say. Yes. Oh, oh. There you go. There Excellent. You go. Yeah. Excellent. Well, well, so you give a thumbs down to that. Well, yeah. Well, Taylor's uh, fans are certainly you know pretty loyal, rabid type fans, and this other band, Nick, I probably same. Mm-hmm. You know, this band here definitely has uh, you know started a following back at the. Uh, early to mid 70s when they launched and has managed to continue to remain relevant for many years with different uh, members changing styles of the show costumes all kinds of things but uh you're not kiss. talking about this show are you oh kiss. uh no <laughs> I, uh, no uh yeah the band kiss uh just finishing up their they just actually finished their final show, at least they say, at Madison Square Garden in uh, last weekend, actually. Um, and the big news, uh, well, first, a couple things came out of the, the last show. They, as if you're a KISS fan at all, or you maybe just even you know, sort of a passing fan, it's two original members still with the band, Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley. Uh, Ace Freely and Peter Chris, the other two founding members who went in the Hall of Fame with them as KISS, 
did get back with them in the late 90s for reunion tours when they put the makeup back on, the costumes, and really probably saved their career, frankly, at that sure. time, because they were really sort of, eh, you know, kind of floundering there a little bit and doing okay, but they probably were not going to achieve the level of success again that's, without uh, that reunion tour. That's around the time I feel that they kind of, and this is not a diss on them at all, but when they kind of turned <laughs> into a nostalgia act. Yes. Right at that point, I mean, they've put out a couple albums since That's then, true. but they were on a steady diet of every couple years, new record out, new record out, new music, mm-hmm. different people, new music, and then right around that time, getting the, the original four back together, makeup back on, let's go out and tour again, play the hits, and they just kind of stayed in that rotation. You yep. know, like I said, minus a couple, like three studio albums uh, in between there, but they you know two two with the current lineup, two with the current lineup. Yeah, I thought they were stale until the the Kiss Demon from WCW came around. Then that really revived their career, I thought. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Was there a Kiss Uh, Demon and was there a wrestler? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Gene Simmons walked him out to the the, the ring and stuff. Yeah, they did a whole promotion with this... uh, uh, Torbor was the guy's real name. But yeah, he had had Gene Simmons' face paint and he came out as the Kiss Demon uh, for uh, about a year. Oh, nice. Back in the 90s. Never look back. <laughs> Never look back. <laughs> yep. No, but a couple a couple of things making the news on the final show was they did not acknowledge prior members at all. Uh, didn't mention names, didn't thank anybody. And at the end of the show, they uh, announced that they are going to continue on touring as an all-Avatar band. Now, they're not the first band to do this. ABBA has had a Avatar show created by this company. It's also, it also parted with George Lucas's uh, company as well, if I read that correctly. Was it a Swedish company? Is that what it was? Uh, yes, yeah, Swedish, yeah, Swedish guys. So it is... Uh, I will chefs? find it. Uh, no, believe it nope, or not. Okay. No. So it is a Swedish entertainment company co-founded by Abba's Bjorn. So industry is it industry light magic? What is George Lucas's company? ILM Industrial Light and Magic. Industrial Light Magic. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Pop House Entertainment Group. That's the name of the the company. Sorry, Pop House Entertainment Group. So they so the original Abba members got back together. They captured their emotions and all that, and they created this. Of a show that apparently overseas is raking in like two million dollars a week. Okay, I'm sure Kiss saw this and tried to find a way to carry on, so they hired the same company to do the similar thing. So the current four members got up. You can see videos of this. They did you know capture and all that to get their facial so expressions. So you're saying and- is I can make millions of dollars and not have to go out in front of the dirty, filthy masses anymore? Please, yes, let's, let's do that. Let's do sure. that. Is that yeah. Gene Simmons? That sounded good. That was my Gene Simmons. That was my Gene Simmons. <laughs> sure. That's pretty good. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah, I like it. So you can see some videos of this out there on YouTube, etc. But it's uh, they, they debuted the avatars at the end of the final show, and they'll continue on. So it's it looked like to be like a combination of some hologram-like images of larger-than-life avatars, floating around in the middle of the arena a little bit, even it looked like, and then a huge screen, they're there, 
with pyrotechnics uh, techniques. So it's and, not uh, just on a like screen, that. they're holographic? It looked to be a blend of that as well. So okay. the, the main act looked like it's going to be on a big screen that will appear three-dimensional with the smoke and the stage effects and that type of thing. And then there'll be some, looks like holograms and different projections kind of out there. And you know, they'll play Kiss music. They'll have their, their not, own box like um, uh, Laugh-In. Kind of like that, exactly. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yep. You know, Brian, I was thinking as we were seeing it, and I was like, I wonder if, to me. if this was on purpose or not. But when we went to see Kiss, you'll recall, to the left and the right of the stage, there were large those big, those big statuesque yeah. things of each Kiss member. You know what I mean? So yeah. I was wondering if that was kind of a hint to what was to come, that that you know, was kind of what that was. Leaving Easter um, eggs. Yeah. Yep. So. Yep, could be. So we'll get into our Ask an Idiot uh, question here. So two two questions. You can answer both or one, whatever you, you want to care to speak to. First of all, should a, should a band like that, you can name any band, so you can answer both or whatever. So, so Kiss is, is should, should Kiss have paused for 30 seconds and acknowledged prior members, put up a very brief video of pri- past members, who helped found the band and keep the band going really mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. throughout the years. And then the other part of it is, what do you think in general of this kiss avatar thing? Is this something that you have any interest to see? Is it just, does it depend on the price? Is it just a way to see some version of kiss of the future or <laughs> now nah, I'll go see like a local band, Mr. Speed or somebody who's a kiss tribute band. And that's how I'll get my, my sort of taste of, Kiss in the future, guys paying tribute, but it's live humans up on the stage. So, uh, let, Dean, let, let me go start first with you because, go because you two I are going to be able have answers. To, yeah, right. You two yeah. are going to be able to check <laughs> do have answers about this. Mm-hmm. Um, so let me just real quick. I'm not the biggest Kiss fan. Um, I like I've said in the past, I do appreciate them and understand uh, the talent. Um, mm-hmm. But to answer your first question, Brian, I don't think there's anybody that can answer it differently than yeah. You should have taken 30 seconds. Even, yeah. You don't have to do a video. Just just be a human goddamn being and say, yes, um, you know, these other two members that started us, you know, we wouldn't be here without them. You know, Godspeed right. to wherever they're at, you know, and then continue. That's all you need to yep. do. Yep. And as in far as the, the, the band thing, uh, you... <laughs> it's not the band, you know what I mean? It, it's it's the equivalent of, of closed-circuit TV. Uh, back before pay-per-view started, yeah. you had closed-circuit TV where you'd go to the arena and watch WrestleMania 1 on the big screens in the arena. Or you'd watch the boxing bouts, uh, Muhammad Ali's earlier boxing bouts, uh, on closed-circuit TV. And that's what this is. You, you, they're not there. Yes, they're, right. it's their image or their cartoon image, and it's them playing. But you can can play a video on your TV and watch the same thing. You know what I mean? You're not getting anything different, literally, than you would be at home. Right. I mean, is there probably a cool experience about it? Sure. Mm -hmm. And maybe, you know, but you can't charge what you are for an actual live concert. They will certainly try. I was going to say, I bet you they will try. 100%. (laughs) But I, I, I think it's disingenuous to do it. 
Um, yeah. I think you need to, you know, have some sort of break, as in, like, people aren't, aren't actually seeing you in the physical state live in front of them. Right. They're watching a video. Um, uh, there's a lot of different performers and performances of things that, that do video stuff that, that isn't live in person. But again, they're not probably charging $100 for a seat either. So mm -hmm. yeah, that's where I stand. Yeah. Yeah, watch a video of the ABBA thing. I hadn't seen that till like today, honestly. That looks okay. pretty cool too. Anyway, I mean, hundred dollar per seat worth. I don't know how expensive it is, but but again, no, for no, those but folks I'm saying too, is if you would see if, if, if it were hundred dollars, same, ver yeah. same oh. version of what you saw. No. Okay. Unless I was a huge, well, it's, I guess I was a, if I was a huge ABBA fan, and that's the only way I'm going to see because you know they. But they've been sort of a mystery, they, but they haven't been touring though. Too, that's the thing. They haven't been, they haven't right. toured in so long, and people have been clamoring to see some ABBA for years and years and years. And they came out with this thing and a new album, and it's just really taken off big time. Obviously, that's not Kiss. Kiss has been playing for years and years and years. So, if you wanted to see Kiss, you could have probably you could have you've had many opportunities to go see them yeah. if you if you really wanted to. So anyway, well. All right, so uh, Dean, uh, uh, thank you for the comments. Uh, Nick, what do you think? What do you think about all this here? Uh, on the Gene or on the uh, Ace and Peter front, uh, like Dean said, I think the correct answer is take a few seconds, right? And just at least you don't have to, you know, just go on and on about how much you love them or anything. I don't know exactly what the deal is. I don't know what who hates who and for what reason, what the where the animosity lies. But what I do know is this is the end of the road. Mm -hmm. You've given this, however, what, 50 years of your yes. life to this. Yeah. Um, there is no doubt that your fan base loves the original four. Why not just take a second and say, you know, we pre I would have loved to have seen, you know, at the concert we went to, they showed a little montage, like a little video of them over the years and little snippets. Would have loved to have seen one just dedicated to Eric Carr. Uh, Mark St. John, Bruce sure. Kulick, guys that uh, have been in Vinnie Vincent, who've been in the band over the years, and then end with a little extended one with Peter and Ace, because, you know, mm -hmm. pe people love Peter and Ace, people love the original four. I don't think there would have been anything, I think it, what I would have wanted to see personally would have been something like that, a tribute to past members who have been in the band. Uh, but ultimately, you know, I think, yeah, like you said, at the very least, would have been nice to just acknowledge him and be like, you know, we started out as four kids, you know, uh, from in, you know, in what Brooklyn or and and you mm -hmm. know, with a dream and, and without, you know, all four of us, we, you don't like, you don't even have to name them. <laughs> just be like, well, you know, without all of us together, all four of us or something like that, just to kind of give them a nod. Um, that would have been nice. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, whatever it is, what it is. Um, I, as far as the avatar thing goes, uh, it comes down to it's, I think kiss gets a bad rap and, I, and it's not, a, I shouldn't say it's not unfair. They've created it themselves because they merchandise everything. However, I'm not against people making money. No one's forcing anyone to buy anything. No one's forcing you to buy Kiss condoms or a coffin or anything in between that they have put their name on or, or marketed over the years. It's available for you if you want it. Well, and the same goes for this. The, G Gene Simmons actually forced me to buy a, a Kiss condom. I, it's just another story for a different day, but go ahead. <laughs> mm -hmm. But, I, you know, I, I think it would be... 
I, I think it's a cool experience. And honestly, for guys in their 70s, and you can, you know, chalk it up to them being greedy and money hungry or whatever, or being lazy and not wanting to tour anymore, and they can make money this way. I think it's inventive. But they're I think 70 and they're tired. <laughs> I think it's cool that they're 70 and they're coming right. up with inventive ways to continue to profit. Yeah. I mean, yeah, once sure. again, no one is forcing a, a KISS fan or a KISS Army member to go see Avatar Hologram KISS. But mm -hmm. it's a, it's an option for you if you'd like to. And I can tell you right now, even though this is not like necessarily on my list to go see, I don't know that I'll ever make a point to, you bet your ass if I had a fuck ton of money, I would absolutely drop some money on going to see it. If money was no object, I love Kiss. I would go check that out. I'd be curious to see what it's like. So mm -hmm. I think it's a cool option. Like you said, even for, you know, Kiss is this band that keeps, you know, I'm a second generation Kiss fan myself. It's a band that kind of has that aura about it. People love it and pass it down to their kids and their kids and people grow up with this music. If that continues on, why should future generations not get some version of Kiss? That would be kind of cool. So, I mean, like I said, they have created it themselves, but they feel like they get a certain rap by any time they try to offer you anything in exchange for money because it's Kiss and that's what they do. But also, it's kind of cool to see guys in their 70s that are on their way out the door from doing this full time that still have the, the hunger in their belly to, you know, make sure everything's taken care of. They're, no one's stopping you from making more money and I'm not against them making money. So um, they're quite good at it. So they might as well continue to do it. Nick, but, look at um, us. When, when when you and I are in our sixties and seventies, Brian's going to be forcing us with a cattle prod to continue this mm -hmm. show. Right, absolutely. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Not to that's make right. nearly as the the type of money that Kiss does. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, man. yeah, right. But uh, no, yeah, I mean, you, you know, I think it it is an odd thing, but I think it's because it's Kiss. We're all like, oh, of course, here they go. But I don't know. I think it's interesting. It's very inventive and futuristic. It's a different way to experience. If you want to call it live music, I don't know. It's, mm -hmm. it's an interesting idea to me. It's the future. It's kind of cool. So I don't know, yeah, Brian. You've, you've been the Kiss fan the longest. What do you think? What stops us from doing it from other other genres, though? Like, not I, just music. What what stops this from this continuing to be a thread? Why can't we go to Madison Square Garden and watch video screen versions like this of, of the 1990s TV show The Nanny with Fran Dresser? I, sure. I would pay good money for that. Right no reason corner. you can't. Yeah, sure. Yeah, well, but yeah, you 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 better believe it's a lot of bands and different. You know, you're gonna be watching this to see if it mm -hmm. takes off. You know, uh, well, first of all, definitely, I think we're yeah, definitely unanimous, and the, they we they should have stopped for two seconds and acknowledged all prior members, especially your last show in New York. That's where they started, right? Those you know, four hungry dudes, you know, built something unique, and without the original four, it just it wouldn't exist. It just would not exist. Those four guys just came together at the right time, and they flamed out, unfortunately, way too quickly, the original four. and But again, like I said earlier, the reunion tour really got them going again. Without that reunion tour, they were starting to get regulated to uh, KISS conventions and different things like that, and, and they would not have been – we wouldn't have seen them at the – at the Cleveland, at the Rocket Mortgage Field, it just was not going to happen. It would have been right. regulated to smaller venues and everything else. Be lined up at a at a small card table, trying to get I, an autograph. It was it was right around the corner. Yeah, it was right around the corner for those guys. They may not want to admit that or believe it, but it was it was close, you know. So um, definitely should have acknowledged everybody. One thing they did do is 
they broadcast images of Kiss on the Empire State Building. I don't know if you saw that or not. They had Kiss mm-hmm. colors and they That's had cool. different photos kind of spinning around. And they did have photos of the original four that they took up on the Empire State Building many, many years ago as, as young guys, you know. Uh, so at least they nice. portrayed them on the Empire State Building to give them That's some cool. type of acknowledgement, you know what I'm saying? So that was good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this whole thing, it, it, it would have to be an experience. You guys said you know, that was the right word, a kiss experience. Now, now, maybe this would be something where maybe they come back and do some type of a blend of the and kiss convention kiss thing. It's an experience. It sure mm-hmm. is, you know. On top but, of the know, Empire State Building. I could imagine that going into like the Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse in Cleveland, and then there are some of the displays that they had in the kiss convention, some of the original costumes. And here's some different displays and different things where you can go around and check stuff like that and you celebrate your fandom at Kiss. Maybe the whole opening act, if you will, you still could do bands, live bands, certainly. And mm-hmm. then maybe you could do some type of a here's a history video of Kiss. And this is maybe where they, they fucking figure it out with Ace and Peter and the others to have some type of a they tell their story and you get a little history of Kiss. And then here come the Kiss avatars and all that to celebrate the music and have a whole different so experience. It's, now, that it's almost like it's yeah. almost like you're describing that they should take a like a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame exhibit on the road. Yeah, on the grand scale. Yeah, they were doing that with the convention thing, which spawned into the you know, Kiss Unplugged at the time. And then that's when all the all the, all they all got back together. They realized, holy shit, we're still popular here with the original four. And they caught fire, and they were smart enough to put the costumes back on and go back on tour and make a, a ton of money. But yeah, yeah that, that just make it a whole celebration and experience. Sure. Kiss all the stuff's there, you know. So I don't know. And it'll be a way for, like you said, younger kids. And yeah, maybe this is where you mentioned uh, young Ollie, Nick, wanted to go see mm-hmm. Kiss. Now maybe yeah. you have this opportunity. <laughs> To see yeah. some semblance of a Kiss show with these avatars, and and then Kiss has a new fan that will carry on for years, and obviously they're helping, they're banking on that, right? You know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, why not? Mm. Brian, you've been working out. Yes, you play the Saurus. I, no, I can tell. You, you, you look trim and, and, and fit and healthy. I'm very uncomfortable right now. <laughs> I, I don't know what to do with all this positive energy from Dean. <laughs> At first I thought it would be nice, and now I find it just unsettling. I don't... I, don't I can't to lose here. I don't Keep know how to yeah. Well, thank oh, you. Tr- and no trying to make cursing. a last-minute last minute no move more to get either. on Santa's good list. Mm-hmm. Well, you got you're, to. You're not getting no more fucking gifts. 